Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of The Dungeon Lads. I'm Dylan Chambers, the DM of The Dungeon Lads. I want to give a few shout outs to our social media right before we start. Our Instagram is The Dungeon Lads, our Twitter is The Dungeon Lads, and our Facebook is just Dungeon Lads. Kind of messed up there. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show, and let's go. Hey guys, just a few warnings for the episode. Uh, number one, our audio is kind of weird. We're still trying to figure it out, but I promise you next episode, it's going to be a million times better. You're going to hear a lot of from our um, recording guy having a uh, touch to speak on. So yeah, um, it should be a lot better. I know the music was extremely loud as well. We'll be quieting that down a good bit. But yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to the Dungeon Lads. Uh, we're gonna go around real quick and introduce everyone. Uh, this is episode one. I'm sorry for the not the best audio, but hopefully it'll get better in the future. I'll go ahead and start first. I'm the DM of the Dungeon Lads. My name's Dylan Chambers. Uh, let's see, whoever wants to go next, just go ahead and go. That's a bold statement. We're all gonna start talking. None of you started talking. Okay, <laughs> I am Annabelle. I am one of the players. Uh, my name is Brian. I am also one of the players, probably the best player here. BS, all right. Uh, I'm Derez. I'm just here to play D&D. Better than Brian at D&D. Just throwing that out. All right, so before we hop into the game, I'm going to go ahead and do a few shout outs for our social media. Uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all of which is The Dungeon Lads, except for Facebook, because our social media manager fucked up. Also, this will be explicit, so just a warning. Um, yeah! But on Facebook, it is just Dungeon Lads. But yeah, I think we're ready to start. We don't have an intro yet, so hopefully in the future we can have a cool intro music. But yeah, let's, let's do this. Y'all ready? Okay. For episode one of The Dungeon Long ago, in the world of Guathor, came to be empires all across the land. Some resided small and peaceful, while others took neighboring colonies by storm. This went on for many years, with devastation and blood. But on a day like no other, the alliance was settled, and the four continents decided to end the time of war. One continent, rather I say, two islands, the Nightgale and the continent of the holy became known as the rose kingdom founded by the mighty kingdom which promised protection and needs but at a cost of loyalty and respect for the rules set upon them now six generations down we find our story on the south island of the nightgale mysteriously three months ago on the outskirts of the stonecrest mountains a massive boom quaked the land and emerged a massive hole in the sky. The Rose Kingdom, of course, became threatened and questioned, what is this mysterious thing in the sky? Mass amount of troops and soldiers were pulled from their posts to start an investigation on the hole in the sky. So, let's begin our story. In the town of Goldcrest, the actual capital of the Nightgale, full of wonder and magic, still having the abundance of new crime popping up here and there mostly due to the guards being pulled from their post. Let's see where our group of adventurers wind up in the 
capital of Goldcrest. So, you guys are in the capital of Goldcrest. It is rainy, dark, and it's around two o'clock in the afternoon. Looks pretty gloomy for the most part. And you guys all here, because you're all kind of close to each other. Hey, yay. Hey, yay. Governor Bixtroff ordering troops to be sent off to investigate the hole. Many jobs are needed. And all the crowd begins to gather around the teller of the town. Anyone interested in helping out Governor Biscout? He is asking for his son to be transported to this safe house located in the south outpost of the Nightgale. It will take many days and may be dangerous, but reward is promised. 30 gold per person who agrees to take the job as well as a tip if it's under a week's time. And you all are gathered in a group of people listening to this teller. We'll go ahead and go to our first character, actually. We're gonna leave things off to be a little mysterious. Um, about maybe, we'll go with around five foot-ish with a black cloak on and that's where we're gonna leave it off. I'm going to as I take a few steps towards the pedestal, I'm going to slowly raise my hand, making sure my cloak stays close to my body, keeping most of me hidden. I would like to take the job. We have one signed up. What about you, young lady? And what exactly is this lord like? I'd rather not be stuck on the road for an entire week. I don't know if you want to exactly call him that because he is quite mean and probably will have you executed. I suggest you keep to yourself and make sure you defend. Fine, fine. Why don't you go ahead and describe your character for me? You would be looking at about a five, six humanoid woman with odd softer looking scars that trace across her and longer brown hair constantly tied back in a braid that falls about mid back she looks disheveled and sleep deprived and ready to stab someone Any other takers for the job? Uh, in the crowd, um, an orc-ish man uh, raises his hand. Uh, he's covered in a cloak, but you can still kind of make out the uh, greenish-gray skin underneath. Uh, he's about six foot five, um, and he has a cloak. Uh, again, over uh, his face and his head and his shoulders. Um, and he has his hand raised amidst the crowd. We have three takers, one more needed. How about you, sir, over there? Are you referring to me? Yes. Well, I suppose I could take on this job. You said 30 gold per person, correct? 
Indeed. And tip is included if done if done under a week's time. Alright then, sign me up. I need names to write down. Let's say, uh, person covered in the cloak who's only five foot. What's your name? Oh, I go by Onyx. Right, little lady. Mamia. Mamia. Orcish fellow. EKL. Say that again. EKL. Right, and then the last man. Six. All right, and go ahead and describe the character. Ah, well, you see a five foot nine cloaked figure. You see protrusions under his hood that would make you think that he's a thief. All right, for the people who are just signed up, meet at the Lonely Tavern and be ready to go in the morning. Your drinks and rooms will be paid for, but be ready at dawn. And he hops off his pedestal. He just slowly just walks away in the rain with no covering whatsoever. All right, so you guys make your way to the Lonely Tavern. You find a table. Drinks are brought, and now you kind of all four stare at each other awkwardly, some hiding their face more than others. But you're going to have to try to get to know each other, because you're going to be on a mighty good adventure. So where exactly are you folks from? Nothing. Everyone just sits at the table looking at each other. This is going to be a long week. She just rolls her eyes. Uh, I'll take a pass on that question. A pass. All right. It's not concerning at all, sir. fellow just still swiveling his drink around taking a sip every once in a while Sigma what is your name EKO I cannot right. tell if you were saying EKO or EKO EKO ah so this is not Not much is said at the table, but the night goes on, you finish your drinks, and eventually you settle into your rooms. 
as the dawn comes to you all, it's no longer raining. It's actually a bit more bright outside. And eventually everyone comes down to the room and you guys are all packed up and ready to go. You don't really know where to go, but you're just waiting in the tavern. A few minutes pass by and the same uh, teller from yesterday walks in. All right, come on outside. The governor's son is waiting. You guys all just kind of awkwardly walk out. You'll see a wooden cart with glass panes surrounding it. You don't see the prince, but he is inside, as far as you know. There's a horse, uh, of course, carrying the cart. And you guys are actually given a map by the teller. He goes, make sure you take good care of this. It's really the only one we have. And he, hands, and he just kind of holds it out. Who takes it? Mania will. You're really handing out one of your only supplies to a group of strangers? Look, lady, we don't have much. This is... You guys are kind of the best we've got. So, yeah. Take care of it. Goodbye. And he just kind of trots off once again. You guys now have the map. It leads you, of course, south of the Nightgale. But it leads mostly through the woods as far as you know. You guys begin your journey? Yes. All right. So you guys make your way out of the gate. The two crowns guard that are there, usually occupied by quite a few more, uh, let you out and you guys begin your travels. So, since I am not allowed to know of your origins, most of you, will you at least tell me where exactly you came from before this little stint from gold crest? see and i'm just gonna onyx is just gonna point straight up to the massive hole in the sky what i i came from the hole you came from the hole in the sky yeah everyone's just kind of looking at onyx like what the hell? Okay. Alright. Totally not concerning at all. <laughs> Anyone else want to give it a go? Wait, you came from the hole? Not this again. From the hole. Oh no. May I ask, do you remember anything before you came through? I, uh... I was in my cave, loud boom, big hole, and that's pretty much it. Wait, you are in your, your cave? Your cave. Well, it's not exactly my cave, it's more of my clan's cave, but essentially, yes, my cave. Clan's cave. You guys kind of think that this guy is probably, probably drunk, drunk and just speaking nonsense. 
And with that, I'm going to cast Druid ca Druidcraft and predict the weather for the next few hours. As far as you know, it's going to be partly cloudy, 76 degrees high, for the rest of the day. No rain upcoming or anything of the sort. <sighs> well, at least this rain's going to piss off. What, what, what do you mean by that? Um, the rest of you see, like, a little... It's like a... It's an orb, like a little golden orb, but it's slightly discolored. As in, like, instead of, like, a pure goldish, it's more of, like, a... Piss color. Like a... Yeah, like a piss color. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, like, that. that's probably the best way to describe it. Take it, you're a druid, man. Uh, yeah, why, you deal with magic, too? Yes, and my people are familiar with natural magic. You are people? Yes. Can you elaborate on your people, or are we just going to be left in the dark? Look, we kind of just met, what, a few hours ago, I think. Fair, fair, fine. None of you are a very chatty bunch, you know that. Or you could just be very inquisitive. Possibly, possibly. Not necessarily a bad thing. You guys continue your journey, and eventually it comes to nightfall. Do you guys keep going, or do you guys try and find like a uh, little place to settle? I want that tip. Let's keep going. I would argue, but it's not like I would get much sleep anyways. I have no qualms with keeping going. What about you, big fella? Um, Ikea, uh, looks in your general direction, but not, like, up at your face, and he gives a slight nod. Why do I get the feeling the rest of this walk is just him going to be giving very subtle answers? You guys continue on, and it does become pretty dark, and, as, and for some of y'all that don't have night vision, it's kind of... It's getting a little hard to see. I'm going to go ahead and have all of y'all make a constitution saving throw. We'll see if y'all get exhausted at all. Well, lads, we're starting it off strong with a natural one. Ooh, fun. I got a dirty 20. Seven. And then our last roll. I got a nine. Alright, so all those that just rolled below a 10, you guys have now one point of exhaustion. Just so you know, we have disadvantage on ability check. But you guys continue on. Uh, some of it slower than others, Onyx, of course. Uh, you guys have now reached around 11 o'clock at night. Not quite midnight, but some of y'all are feeling, feeling quite tired. And 
do y'all just continue on or are we find the place to stop? I, uh, I hate to do this to you guys, but uh, I, I need some sleep. Probably for the best. This is worse than if I tried to go this way. Yeah, I'm getting a bit weariness. Alright, so who's going to be looking for a little campground? Uh, I guess I will. Alright, it's going to be a disadvantage. Go ahead and make a survival check for me. Okay, that was amazing. Wow! That's a 10. Fun. Alright. So, looking at y'all's maps, uh, you guys are not exactly too far from Goldcrest. As you know, the Nightingale is quite a large island. Not as, big as, not as big as the continent of the Holy, but it is quite large, and this might take over a week. It's just, we'll see how this happens. Uh, with a 10, um, you can't really find the best. To you, it looks great. And you kind of just, like, point down to a spot, and everyone just kind of raises their eyebrows some, and they go, ah, whatever, we're all tired. And you guys eventually settle for the night. Are we uh, having any campfires of any kind? No. We just fumble around in the dark. It will be fine. Better than starting a forest fire. Alright, uh, who's got the first watch? If any watches are being made? We'll um, look to the rest of the group and I will say in a low voice I can take the first watch if need be. He speaks! I will happily let you take the first watch, sir. The three of you settle down. And let's go ahead and have you make a perception check, sir. Uh, I got a nine on perception. Okay, so for the most part... Nothing really happens. You kind of hear a few people snoring. You don't really know what the uh, son of the governor is doing. He hasn't actually come out of that box yet. So you don't really see anything. As time passes on, you kind of just sit there awkwardly. You think to yourself about how much you really do need this money. And that's about it. I do while the lock is taking place. Um, I attempt to that I've read on certain magics. And I hold out my hand, flat, uh, palm facing up, and I attempt to try and cast some sort of magic, anything, like even flicker, if it happens. So as you hold your hand out in front of you, and you have uh, some dark business, you're able to see it, you start to concentrate and Tighten all your muscles to maybe form something. At first, it's nothing. And then you close your eyes and you focus as hard as you can. And you start to feel a tingle in your arms. But when you open your eyes, it's just you really tightening and straining your muscles. Sadly, nothing happens. Good enough yet. 
night continues on and we get to our second watch. Uh, who we, who's tapping in here? Hi again. All right. Maya. Is it Maya? Manya? Manya. Manya. Manya awaits. And let's go ahead and make, have you make a perception check. Sixteen. All right. As time goes on, it's just kind of boring. You know how this works, making a watch every once in a while, but nothing really happens. You do hear a few animals and owls just fluttering throughout the forest, but nothing really interesting happens. You do anything during your time? Mamiya mm. sits underneath her breath, humming something. Something mysterious. Woo 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 woo. <laughs> Alright, and since y'all uh, went to bed a bit later, it's only gonna be two watches. Eventually, dawn comes. Uh, you do guys, you guys do get a short rest, not a long rest. But your exhaustion is now gone to the ones that had it. And you guys ready to go back on your fun little non-awkward adventure? Alright. So, you guys awaken, get all your things together. You don't really know, once again, if the governor's son is awake or not. But you continue your path. Eventually, as time goes by... You guys um, get to the outskirts of Iron Nord. There are no guards, which is a bit surprising, especially for this place, being so close to Goldcrest. Uh, do you guys maybe want to stop by in Iron Nord, get some supplies of any kind, or just continue on your way? Some of you do have rations, but not enough for a week. It might be best to look into rations. I do not believe I have enough to uh, see through a week without anything. Okay. You, know, you guys make your way to Iron Nord? Yes. Might as well. Alright. So taking a slight detour off your quick highway, you make your way into Iron Nord. This is a... Just your regular town. A uh, few shops, vendors on the side. Nothing too interesting. I'm from the hole. The hole. I, uh, I'm kind of familiar with this place, so uh, I guess I'll take charge. Oh? I thought you said you were from the hole. This is not the hole. Well, I had to land somewhere, didn't I? Fair enough. So what exactly is this place? Well, I gathered that much, sir. I mean, it's, I, I just, I know where everything is. I didn't look into the backstory of this place. Boring. I'm just trying to you guys... my whole lady. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Alright, so you guys make your way into the general store. And you see just this old lady sitting behind a counter in a rocking chair going back and forth. 
Hello, dear lady. Could we travel you for some traveling traveling rations? Oh, um, yes, of course. Um, um, you. How long do you think you would uh? How, how much? How many rations? For about a week or so. Oh, okay. For um, all four of you, or, or one more. She looks around. So we. Do we need to get anything for his, uh, jackassness? I'm sure they covered for the size. Well, um, okay. She, uh, walks around and says, follow me. Uh, over here we have just your basic rations. They last a week. It will cost for the four of you, um, two silver. She walks over a little bit more. This is all nicer rations, um, it cost for the four of you about four silver. Um, oh. And she's just kind of like sitting there. She's very old. She's a halfling, but she looks very old for a halfling. So what will it be? The, uh, two silver kind, please, madam. Okay, you got it. She uh, goes up to reach for the rations. She's like, eh. She's jumping. Eh. 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 Would Would you like some help, madam? Oh, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. And she says, I'll be right back. She doot, 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 walks on over behind the counter. You hear her. She's just dragging like a whole stool over. Clip clap up to the top. There we go. She carries it over to the counter. Alright, that will be um two silver. Do you have changed, madam? I have a little. Alright. Okay, so DM. I forgot how much uh gold goes to silver. Uh, ten silver is a gold piece. Okay. Okay, thank you, thank you. Math just not working in my brain. Um, Malnia sets one gold piece on the counter. Alright. She, uh, with her old lady fingers, uh, gets out the six pieces of silver and she goes, Here you go! That should be right. Thank you, madam. Oh, of course! <laughs> takes uh, the four, four silver puts it into a little cash register alright well um, y'all have a good day <laughs> um excuse me if I'm mad oh um yes would you like more rations no do you happen to have any parchment quill no of course um I don't I don't have the finer kind but uh, I have some it'll just be one silver for maybe um uh, what do you need it for, exactly? Mmm, a letter. Oh, okay. If it's just one, then it'll be, uh, one copper, please. Mmm, I have one silver. Alright. She, uh, takes out six copper. Here you go. That's, that's right. That is... Oh, no, it's fine. It's good, right? 
and you see that she's just kind of like winking a little bit and shrugging her shoulders. And... Do you take me for an idiot? Okay. Here you go. She gives you the rest of the actual copper back that you need. Is there anything else you'll need? Is there an apothecary around here? Um, not around here, sadly. Anywhere that makes potions? I think, um, if you keep walking your way down, uh, either Northwich or Wakefield might have some, but we're mostly a lumber town, so. Alright then. Alright, well, if that is all, uh, thank you for coming to Miss Cinder's Wild General Store. If, tell your friends and come again. Yes, ma'am. You guys make your way out and you go ahead and continue on your path. Anya uh, bumps shoulders with Ikea. You couldn't let the old lady swindle you. Not all of us can part with our money. Fair enough, but she was very adamant about it. He just kind of shrugs his shoulders and keeps walking. No fun, you people. That's all I wanted. <laughs> and you guys keep going, and eventually it does become dusk once more. You guys continue on. Well, we've come to that time of day where we have to decide whether it's worth walking at night again. Who exactly feels up for uh, making that decision? Because I sure as hell do not. I'm fine with traveling during the night. Onyx, um, you begin to look down at your hands, and it's starting to go away. Perception check for me, please. Manya. Alright. Saying that a lot in the woods. I'll see if So that'd be a 13. Okay. And Onyx, are you trying to hide this? <laughs> as best as possible, brother. <laughs> Alright, make a stealth check for me. Yeah, Manya, you don't really see anything. You just, he might be tired. Alright, so, I'm guessing you'll settle down. Are we making a campfire tonight, or are we just kind of doing the same thing? Not fire. Alright, who's got first watch? I'll take first watch. Okay. Are you sure, sir? You were the one to insist that we, uh... Up for the night and sleep. Yeah, I just I got a bad feeling about the birds. I'd rather wait till daybreak. Oh, that is fair. That is fair. Well, enjoy your uh, 
Watch, I guess. Um, Ikea also, um, although he said he was going to hit the water, Ikea goes into the tree and uh, takes out that parchment that he got earlier, and he takes out the quill as well, and he starts writing on it. Do you want to share what you write, or just keep it secret for now? Um, for now, secret. So eventually you get done with your letter, you put it into your coat pocket, and you, like the others, go into slumber. Onyx, let's go ahead and get a perception check, please, sir. That'll be a 17. As you guys are all in your sleep, Onyx, you hear a rustle in the bushes a bit, uh, about maybe 10 feet away. I'm going to go ahead and look for any rocks around us, possibly. You do see like a few little rocks next to you. I'm going to collect the rocks. And you hear a rustle once more, just... Seeing that everyone's asleep, I'm going to take off my cloak and I'm going to fly up onto a branch. Alright. You up onto a branch. I'm going to cast magic stone and hold to like a magic, like a stone encrusted with magic in each hand. You see the, uh, the little pebbles begin to glow in some purple arcana. Russell, Russell, Russell. <laughs> um, Can you do anything? Nice. Seeing as the most reasonable one would probably be Manya, I'm going to toss a rock near her to try and get her to wake up. Manya, make a perception check with disadvantage. Oh, shit. That's not good. So that'd be a four. Sound asleep, snoozing away. Does nothing. <sighs> Didn't want to do this. I'm going to take out another rock and use magic stone in it. I'm going to throw it at her. Alright, uh, do you have to roll for that? Spell attack. Go for it. That will be a 17 to hit. Alright, and Manya, what's your AC? My AC is 15, so yeah, he smacks me. So, in here. <clears throat> How much sandwich do you take? That's, uh, <laughs> 10, uh, 10 damage. Oof. Oh, you fucker. It hurt a lot, and you're, uh, awakened from your slumber. What in the actual hell? And since you can't really see anything, since you are a human, uh-huh. Um, Wait, I thought I did have night vision. Oh, you do have night vision, that's right. Yeah. Um, you I may do see, uh, a cloaked figure standing on a branch above, one that you've never seen before. Covered in some glistening crystals of some kind. 
and you determined that it probably came from there. And Onyx, you see, you see Manya staring at you now. I'm gonna like look over myself, like, oh, oh shit. I'm gonna like, like, kind of do like a little landing off the tree. You see this winged creature laying down onto the ground. The actual hell is going on in the middle of the goddamn night. Russell, and you look over to your left, Manya, and you see a bush kind of rattling around. Well, that's not concerning at all. Alright. Uh, yeah, do we hear this by now? What's that? Do we hear this? No, not really. You guys are pretty, pretty good asleep. So, uh, what exactly are we supposed to do about the bushes? I, I can try something. And I'm, I'm gonna throw another one of the rocks at the bush. Alright, roll to hit. That is a 15 to hit. You hear... And just... You hear uh, more rustling over. And something just kind of run off into the forest. It looks like it had been an animal of some kind. Hell. You kind of just both shrug your shoulders and since Manya's awake, would you like to go ahead and take the next watch? She will. You're a little concerned about Onyx's new form. Really, he looks completely different. He sounds the same, but he's definitely not the same as when you first saw him. Let's go ahead and get a perception check. That is not terrifying at all, Mencia. That is... What the fuck my accent is? That is a solid 16. Okay. You don't really see any no rustling of the bushes. Uh, night just continues, but you do start to examine Onyx a bit more. As you're looking over him, trying to be as stealthy as you can, uh, you do see his... Looks like his... For the parts that you can see, he's covered in some kind of crystal. You don't see any wings of any kind due to the cloak, but you did hear the flapping of them when he came down off the branch. The crystals, they're very concerning, especially one being on a person. Do you do anything? Money is going to catalog this information in her brain. She does not do anything with it just yet. Alright. Third watch. Uh, who would like to go? I'll take that one. Alright. Go ahead and make perception check for me. Manya, you settle down to your slumber. Beware of the creatures in the bushes. They have already... Tested us once tonight. <laughs> you 
see her rubbing her head. Yeah, I'll make a note of that. Also, I got an 18. 18? Nothing, really. It's just boring night. But you do notice Onyx covered in these crystals. You do any investigation on it? Yes. Did you go over and look down? He's covered in these bright, beautiful crystals. His hands and feet and neck, face. He's just covered in them. And this is not the onyx you saw before. It's a little disconcerting. And you don't really even know for sure if it is him. Actually, go ahead and make a history check for me. Okay. This does seem familiar to you. The creature being covered in crystals and it it's something's picking at your mind, but nothing is really shouting out to you. But something does seem familiar about it. Eventually dawn comes, you're all awakened. I'm guessing you guys continue your journey. The trees are starting to grow less and less dense as you guys continue south. And now you're... Be Actually, not yet. But you guys are the trees are becoming less and less. You guys know that you're getting closer and closer to the south. You don't know exactly where you are, but if you had to guess, you'd say your past Iron Nord may be coming up on Wakefield at the end of the day, if not tomorrow. As you guys continue down your path, you do cross over a river, but there is a bridge there, and then one guardsman standing there. Good evening, good sir. Can I um, ask what exactly you are doing in front of this bridge? You, you seem just kind of, uh, I, yes, um, uh, what's your business? We are simply aiming to pass. Bit of cargo to get somewhere here soon. Uh, what's the cargo? Nothing you need to worry yourself with. Okay, lady. What's in it? It's an escort job. For who? Governor's son from the town over. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna have to take a look. Please step aside. Okay. Right, and he goes over and he opens up the cart and he goes, Oh shit. And he closes it and he just kinda walks back. Okay, um, yeah, um go go on. Alright. Is anyone trying to take a peek inside? Romania definitely is. Make a perception check. I'm curious as well. Make a perception check. I would like to look in the carrier as well. Make a perception check. 18. 22. And our last one? 22. Okay, so yeah, you guys all see as he opens the door, it's quite beautiful in there with all the uh, but uh, nice glass 
imagine like a church chapel, the, you know, the stained glass. It's quite colorful, but you do see a man sitting in there looking out the window, and as the door opens, you see him look towards the guard, and he just nods his head. Uh, this is a humanoid figure, a bit skinnier, uh, of course, dressed in a much, much fancier clothing than what you're used to. But yeah, uh, something's definitely in there. Now you know. <laughs> you guys make your way over the bridge, and the guard just kind of watches y'all go over and eventually fade into the trees once more. This is not exactly the most exciting route, but it's probably the safest. As you guys continue on, you do notice that there is a tree down in the middle of the road. And for the cart to get around it, it is going to have to be moved. Oh, that's What'd you say? I would like to make a perception check and also scan. Okay. Go for it. Three. Okay. So, definitely a tree down. That's as much as you get. Could I use one of my abilities? Yes. Which ability is that? Of my passive mind, the like detect thoughts. Okay. So, is this just on one person, or is it everyone around you? Um, I can detect malicious intent up to twenty feet radius. So, is everyone around you, for the most part, you don't really sense anything. Everyone just seems kind of neutral for the most part. But no malicious coming from anyone or anyone close around you. Are you looking for something? You look over to Thix and you see his eyes have kind of blacked over. What in the hell? Money, you're starting to realize you are traveling with a weird-ass group of people. So, who's going to move the tree or possibly break it to where it can be movable? EK is going to wordlessly walk over to this fallen tree and attempt to try and move it out of our way. Alright, go ahead and make a strength check for me. Sorry, athletics. We'll do athletics. going to be a 23. Alright. So you guys see that your strong half-orc man walk on over. Begins to put his hands on underneath and lifting it up and just pushes it to the side with ease. It's quite intimidating. The tree is moved out of the way. You guys continue on. Eventually, nightfall comes once more, and <clears throat> through the trees, you, you do see a bit of light. You're guessing it's from Wakefield, the town coming up. You guys can either push out, push on, and try and make your way to there, or just try and settle on the outskirts. It's up to y'all. 
Does anyone oppose to pushing on tonight? Uh, give me, give me a second. I'll be, I'll be right back. And with that, Onyx is gonna uh, take off his cloak and hang it somewhere on the carriage where there's like a spare pedestal. And he's going to unflap his wings and fly forward with a pretty, a pretty great speed, scouting ahead at the next city. So you see this halfling fellow. And a few of y'all that have seen this, his crystal form comes over and the wing comes out. Ikea, you're a bit surprised by this, seeing a halfling change into this crystallized form. But he just flies straight ahead. And all of y'all just like, what the fuck? I look to um, Thix and Manya to gauge their reactions to this. I thought I heard wings last night, but uh, to be fair, I was dealing with having a rock chucked at me. Um, you will see Thix with a perplexed look on his face. Like he's trying to remember something. Yeah, this does seem more and more familiar. But Ikea, you're just like, what the absolute hell? Very interesting. Alright, Onyx, so what are you doing? Uh, I'm flying towards the light to see if there's either a campsite or a town, a city, whatever's emitting the light. As you continue on, it does take you about 10 minutes or so. And you do see um, a town. Never been to this town before, but you do see a town. Alright. And Onyx is going to fly back to the group. This time, at, since I'm at a higher altitude, I'm going to dive down to pick up more speed. Alright. You guys are kind of just sitting there awkwardly, looking at each other, twiddling your thumbs. And then you begin to hear the... And then... And you see this crystallized bird of some kind land on the ground. Uh, if you guys want to Interesting. Is that some sort of magic that you have on yourself? slowly pulling his cloak back over himself. I have many questions, but I get the distinct feeling you are not going to answer any of them. You're right about that. Alright, so do y'all head to the town, or do you just settle there for the night? I think we should press on. I'm in agreement with it. The sooner we get this done, the sooner we can uh, sort ourselves. Alright. So y'all push on for about maybe 30 minutes or so. It does take a bit longer on foot. And you get onto the outskirts of Wakefield. And for one of you, this is kind of very familiar. Yeah, so Ikea... Um, upon reaching the town, 
um, is going to wordlessly begin walking a bit faster than the rest of the group as if he knows exactly where it is he wants to go from here. Okay, where are you going? Hmm? You uh, started going, going. Where? Where? Oh, my apologies. I have somewhere I want to go here. Oh? And you see, um, you see him walk into the town, of course, a bit faster than all of you. Do you all follow? Yeah. Big man right. seems like he has a plan. I'll tie along. All right. You guys follow along, and I'm pretty sure I know where he's going. And you come to this place, which looks like a library of some kind of bookstore. Upon seeing it, I take out the letter that I had written before, mm-hmm. and I slide it underneath the door. And then I begin walking back to the rest of the group. So, do y'all want to try to find a tavern here in town, or maybe just kind of settle out on the outskirts? Um, tavern nearby, Ikea. Yes, if need be, I can show us to anywhere in the town, really. So are anywhere. you from here? You could say that. You people tell me nothing. Anywhere cheap. Hmm. I'm not sure about cheap, but I do know, um, I know pretty much everywhere in this town. You do think of one place called the Drips. Do you guys want to make your way there? Well, I know one place we could go to. Oh? Lead the way. Very well. You guys make your way, and eventually you do see this tavern called the Drips. So what exactly is this place uh, like? Well, it is a tavern. Uh-huh. You can tell he doesn't really know much about this place, and he might have not even gone here before. None of you people are very good for stories. Do you all go on in? Sure. Is anyone staying back to protect the cart? I'll stick the cart. All right. So the three of you head in. Uh, nothing's too busy. Just your regular old tavern around nighttime. A few drunks waddling around. And you see the barkeep. Always doing what barkeeps do is shining that one glass. Ikea, at this point, upon um, entering the tavern, or before then even, um, he takes off the hood of his cloak. And you see now uh, his true appearance, if you will. You see, um, he again has this gray-green skin 
Um, and he has two sharp tusks sticking out uh, from the bottom of his mouth. Um, sharper than the tusks of a half-orc normally would be. Um, you can see uh, his hair is jet black and um, it's very long and it's pulled back into a ponytail at the back uh, and there's a few pieces of the hair flowing over his face as well uh, and he has kind of a neutral expression oh yeah and you look over to the bar and you see the bartender uh, it is a furball how you doing there, Ikea? You coming for another drink? Um, what was his name? Do I know his name? No, you do not. But for some reason, he knows you. Um, hello. I don't believe I've come here for you before. Yeah, I see. All right. I think your uh, your friend did. He told me about you. So, uh, name's, uh, Bickets. Nice to meet you all. Hi, hi, hi. Um, y'all trying to find a place to stay tonight, or...? You bet! And what friend of this uh, are we referring to? Ah, uh, the owner of the, uh, library, of course. Oh? Oh, yeah. No, if you guys are uh, trying to settle in for the night, of course, it's going to cost a little. How many rooms are we thinking? I do not want to be the one to say the numbers. Yeah, let's just, let's play it safe. Two. Yeah, right. So if we're going with two, that's going to be, uh... One second, and he goes over to his books. All right, that's gonna cost you about five silver for two rooms for the night. All right. He holds out his hand. Hey, he's, he's, he's gonna be paying for this. Well, I've got five silver on me. Yeah, all right. Um, I'll go ahead and take that from you there, dear. Someone at some point is going to have to pay for something on this trip other than me. And he snatches the silver from you. All right, here's your keys. Drinks are... You get one free drink, so that's pretty cool, right? And yeah, I hope you guys are ready for a pleasant sleeping tonight with our fine quality beds. Thank you, sir. You are quite welcome, young lady. And gives you a wink. Oh, that is definitely interesting. All right, so do y'all sit at the bar or do you head up to your room? Ikea just immediately heads up to the room. Well, he says, took off in a hurry. All right, well... <laughs> Hate to tell you, he won't be getting his fee drink. <laughs> Anyone else want one? Uh, I'll take one. Yeah, all right. We do have a companion outside. Does he get the drink, or...? 
Yeah, I mean, if he's with the room, sure, why not? Thank you. Of course. All right, well, uh, let me go ahead and he turns around and starts making the drinks. Yeah, old Bishop, he's such a great dude. That's the owner of the library. He's yeah. a quite nice fella. He comes here often. Does he now? Oh, yeah. Him and Akia is such a good relationship. I don't really know how they know each other, but they're quite nice. You don't say. Oh, yeah. Bishop's had that place for who knows how long. I know it's uh, starting to come a little run down. Uh, he's asked for money every once in a while. I probably shouldn't be saying this. It's not, to, not good to spill people's soap, you know. Oh, no, no, never, never. Oh, man, I should have said drink. That would have been a good, good uh, bartender joke. Oh, well, well, uh, uh, here's your drinks. He pops them down onto the table. Sorry, it's just some good old ale. Nothing too fancy around here. Nothing to worry about. So this bishop man, he's a librarian? Yeah, he's a pretty old halfling fella. He's a... Uh, <laughs> He's, you know, just kind of known around here. He's been here for a while. What do you mean by known around here? Well, you know, he's just the old man. Just everyone knows him. And, Fair and enough. Ikea kind of does deliveries for him. And he's, he's done a few jobs for the other places from what I've heard. Deliveries? Yeah, he's a pretty strong fella, of course, so. All these old folk and myself like to use those strong arms of his. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of known here in the town. That is fair. Yeah, we kind of got to hide Ikea every once in a while, though. You know, his kind isn't too well liked around here, if you know what I'm saying. It is hard for me to get in the kingdom. You're not, you know, the regular human or elf or... Dwarf or halfling or whatever, you know, it's kind of gets a little hard around here with people of certain race. I've heard about that being an issue a little bit further down. I'm from a good bit further north. Yeah, where are you from? Oh, a little island across the way. Oh, yeah. You're talking about that one place? That one place? Yeah, I don't really know the name of it, really, but, you know, it's it's known. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, all right, well, um, if y'all want any more drinks, just let me know. I will charge you. What, have a good night. I've spilled too much of my drink. <laughs> See what I did there? But, yeah, uh, welcome to the drips, and I hope y'all have a good night. You as well, sir. Oh, I think you're pretty lady. All right, so do y'all keep sipping on your drink, or what do y'all do? I guess I'll go relieve uh, Thix from his spot watching the carriage. I'm going to down my drink and then just head up to a room. I'll knock on uh, Ikea's door. Thanks, uh, Himanya, come out to you, and pass the baton, 
make your way in, and you see none of your uh, worker friends currently. But you do see the bartender standing up there and goes, Oh, you one of the, uh, the group that just came in here? Um, if you're referring to the party, yes. All right, well, here you go. You get one free drink. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, much obliged. Well, of course. What's your name there, sir? Uh, my name is Thick. Nice to meet you, Mr. Thick. Where are you from? Uh, a little further on, Northwood. Yeah, all right. That's a nice little town. I see, uh, yeah. Sorry for calling you out. Uh, you kind of looked like a tiefling there. Uh, has it been hard for you here in the night jail? A bit. They don't take too kindly to the outside. Well, here around Wakefield, you know, people don't really care too much. You know, that's how I have a bar, of course. Probably the finest one in town. Don't worry about the other one. Uh, but I am quite nice. Nice to meet you. Shake, puts out his large hand. Um, I take it and shake it. All right. Well, uh, enjoy your drink. If you want another, I'll charge you, of course. Your rooms have been paid for. Uh, looks like both the keys have been taken. You're in room, uh, let's see here, U13. I don't know which one of the other fellas went to. But, uh, hopefully they didn't lock it. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, nice talking to you. I gotta go bring out some food. Alright, thanks for the dessert. And, um, uh, big will head upstairs to find the room. Alright. Manya. Yes? Go ahead and make a perception check for it. We'll count this as the first watch. Eighteen. So this is a very quiet town. Nothing's quite south of the Nightgale, so you, as you're kind of looking around and stuff, there's not many forests or trees. It's becoming a bit more sandy. But, I mean, nothing really interesting happens for the most part. Can you do well, anything during your time? I want her to investigate the carriage. Okay. What are you trying to look at? Just anything and everything. She's, since peeking in, she's gotten to be very curious about this thing. Okay, make an investigation check. Hmm. That's a solid eight. Okay. So, nothing really too much. I mean, it's not too interesting. It's a cart. Does look quite fancy. Uh, as you're looking through the windows with an eight, you do see the sun in there, just mostly the shadow of them. Um, but yeah, nothing really, nothing really catches your eye. Such an odd little thing we have spoken. Hmm. Ah, well. your, your turn comes to an end. Um, you go up and get someone else? 
I do, I do. So you see uh, the fur bold man beginning to take all the cups off the counter. He goes out here in uh, room Q13 and Q12. Thank you, sir. You got it. You go up there and knock on the door. And we're going to say that um, Thinks went into Ikea's room. Alright, I'm waking up Onyx, I guess. Knock on the room. Onyx, you're awakened by Manya, and you're guessing that it's your time to watch. So you guys straight out, and go ahead and head on down. Just to keep things short, nothing really interesting happens. It's a very quiet town. Um, you do see a few people walking here and there, looking at the car, going, oh, that's a nice car. And they continue on their way. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first little break here. Uh, thank y'all for listening so far. I'm sorry, it's you know, a bit bland and all, but Things are going to pick up, I promise. Uh, podcast wink. Podcast all right, and we'll see y'all back in a little bit. Hey, guys, this is our little break part here. Uh, this is where I would try and answer some of y'all's questions or, you know, tell you about maybe some future sponsorships or events we might be going to. But if you have any questions that you want me to answer ab- about the lore of this world, uh, just DM us on you know, our Instagram, The Dungeon Lads, Twitter, The Dungeon Lads, and Facebook, Dungeon Lads. But yeah, let's uh, get right back into it. All right, guys, welcome back from our little break there. We'll go ahead and come back in to the town of Wakefield, and we'll see where our adventures go from there. It's now dawn, you guys are all awakened. Um, some of y'all a bit tired than others. Onyx, of course, taking the long watches, but he's all good. No exhaustion there. So what would y'all like to do? I'd like to go get breakfast. Go get what? Breakfast. Alright. You come on down. You see the fur bold band working on. Shining that glass, of course. He goes, hi, hi there. Uh, what can I do for you? Um, breakfast. All right, we got a, a little bit of bread, some fruit that I think is pretty good. Uh, got some bacon, but it costs a little bit. What would you like? I'll take the fruit and uh, bread. All right, that will be four copper pieces, please, sir. All right, I hand him a silver. Thank you very much. Alright, any of your friends coming on down? Uh, they shouldn't. Alright, let me go ahead and head to the back and start making that for you. What's everyone else doing? I guess mine is getting up to get down there. Alright. Everybody else? Did I get my chain? Yes, you did. No, was Ikea in a room just with Thix? Yes, we were. Okay, then Baraka after Thix leaves. Who? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's our old yeah. campaign yeah. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ikea. There we um, go. <laughs> we'll go ahead and <clears throat> uh, he will again hold out his hand 
trying to summon forth that tingling feeling of magic that he think he felt a few days ago. You hold out your hand and you tighten your muscles. You begin to feel a chill go over your body. You get, uh, what do they call it? The uh, little freckles, not freckles, little bumps go over you. And you tighten your hand and you squeeze your eyes really hard. And you open. And there in your hand, you see a little bit of smoke come up. Uh, his face lights up a little bit. <clears throat> smoke. Well, that's certainly progress. So smoke's there. More smoke comes. And then more. And then more to where it's getting a little concerning. And then... Boom! A big old splash of Arcana. Blast right in your face. And you're going to take... Three force damage. Uh, and he uh, recoils back and uh, falls down uh, back onto the bed. <clears throat> you are frustrated, but you're also a bit glad that something actually happened. Check on our charge, the person in the party. Okay. And you go on out there, just the, just the carriage. I mean, he hasn't come out, which is still a bit weird, but. He's, you're pretty sure, you're pretty sure you're in there. He's in there. You see his little shadow through the little bit that you can see through the glass. I would like to examine thought. Okay, make a investigation check for me. Food's arrived. Go food. Woo! We got nuggets from Wendy's. I hope they know how much we love Wendy's, because Wendy's is awesome. Go Wendy's, right guys? Stay in a promotional We don't video. have any sponsors. Not, not yet. Hey. Yes, but spicy nugs from Wendy's. Spicy nugs. Alright, so let's keep going as that awesome food is coming. So, what'd you get on your investigation? Add it in I got a 22 on investigation. You got a what? 22. Okay. Um, as you're looking around the cart, you do see the shadow following you a bit. But you do see on the back of a cart three scratches. And it kind of stands out because everything about this cart is perfect. Except for these three defined scratches. Does pique your interest a little. Hmm. And what does my mind scan? But your mind scan? Yeah. You can tell. You can tell if the sun is a bit concerned at what you're looking at, but he's not exactly. He's he's not going to get out of the cart for it. Just kind of thinking to himself that he gets to the place that he's going and how much he hates his father. Mm. I think. 
What's up? Oh, Fix is gonna all the information later. Okay. So is everyone else uh, we come on on out or are we chilling in the tavern a bit? Manya can come on out. EK will um, go over to Onyx and um, just tap him on the shoulder. And you see Onyx in this um, halfling form of when y'all had first met. Yeah, what is it? I'm about to leave. Is, uh, is Sticks out there? Yes, and Nanya. Mm -hmm. You guys coming out? And it takes you a little bit, but eventually you guys do get back on the road. You continue your travels. Going back into the woods of the trees that still are there. Not still are there, but the few that are there. And you continue on your way. The day passes. It's becoming a bit cloudy. There's not really a blue sky anymore. It's mostly just overcast. You guys continue, continue your way. It grows to dusk. And what would y'all like to do? Um, I think we're all in agreement. Probably forward, I do believe that would be for the best, yes. But Manya, in your mind, you begin to hear a familiar voice. And it's real airy and hard to understand, but you hear, Look out. Look out? And as soon as you hear, look out. <laughs> You get hit by a bolt. You're gonna go ahead and take six piercing damage as an arrow goes straight into your right arm. And as you're looking out, you begin to see these small green creatures, goblins, begin to come from the trees. You guys are under attack. Let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Oh, damn it. All right, so for that initiative roll, let's have 25 to 20. Okay. Let's have a good old 20 to 15. Okay, let's have a nice 15 to 10. 14. Let's have 10 to 5. I got a 7. Okay. And then 5 below. Or, technically speaking, it was a nat 1, but I have dex modifier. Okay. And then 6. I have a 4 as well. Okay. And since you got a nat 1 there, Manya, you're going to be after... And you don't know where the goblins are, but they're somewhere. So, as these goblins are coming out, for the listeners, we do have a map. We're going to post it um, on our social media when the episode comes out. So, first up in the initiative, we have Onyx. What are we doing? Did I see where the arrow came from? 
Um, if you look for it, it's going to be your action to make a perception check. Mm, that's fine. I'll do that. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and make that perception check. That's a 17. Did it register what I said? What'd you get? Oh, I, I got a 17. 17. All right, so you can tell with a little bit of vision that you have that on top of a bigger boulder in the back, you see a bit of a heftier goblin, and he's holding a crossbow. Anything else you'd like to do? I'm going to cast my bonus action and get magic stones. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to fly back into a tree. Okay. Specifically the one directly right. Directly right. You got it? And as you're there in the tree, you look down and you see another goblin holding a short sword. I'll end my turn there. Alright. Okay, next up we have Ikaya. Can I say that right? Uh, it's Ikea. 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 Got it. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to uh, look over to Manya. Are you alright? I will live, but these fuckers will not. And then he is going to um, get out of the uh, of the cart and uh, onto the ground and uh, observe the area in front of him. You doing a perception check? Um, yeah, trying to see like where these guys are at. Okay. Go ahead and roll for me. That is a natural 20. Okay, so you do see to your right, the closest one is kind of hiding in a tree. Uh, one straight in front of you is another goblin. Farther to its left is another with a short sword. And then one standing on that rock is the one who you believe shot the crossbow bolt. And he's a bit heftier looking than the others. Bonus <clears throat> He is going to end his turn there. Okay. Next up, we have... Manya. Okay, so... She's just going to look around for uh, where exactly these people are. Okay. So I'm going to say since... Um, you already have two people that kind of pointed them out, I'm sure they pointed them out for you, so you know where they are now. Threatened them to actually be able to. We're gonna vicious mockery them. Okay. Go ahead and describe that. Uh, what all you? What all the description is, please. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range. If the target can hear you, though it does not need to understand you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have a disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its turn. Which one are you doing it towards? Probably the one that shot me, if I know which one that is. Okay, and what's the range of that? 60 feet. Okay, you're good. Go ahead and, and you have to make a charisma saving throw. Hold on, let me look. Mm, wisdom, isn't it? Wisdom saving throw, yeah. Okay. Listen here, you They got a seven. No, I didn't even get to say anything. No, no, say it, go. 
listen here, you spineless little coward. You worm. You want to come out here and fight me face to face? Go for it, but you will not win. Anyway, it's not very good, but we'll get on it. You're gonna go and go. He kind of just looks down a bit. All right, you ended it there. Anything else you'd like to do? No, I've got nothing else at the moment. All right, next up we have the goblins. So, the one below you, there on it, he's not going to be able to reach you, so instead he's going to be running up to six, and he's going to try and hit you with his short sword. So with his short sword, he got a eight. Is that it? Six. Yep. That does not hit. All right, and he swipes away. And he misses completely. All right. So now the another goblin that's closer to him. He's going to run up to you as well, Six. And try and hit you. That's a that one. He's running up and he just kind of trips on something, like a blonde girl in a horror movie, and face plants to the ground. Other goblin, he's going to be running up to you, Manya. Roll and hit with his spear. Natural 20. All right. You're going to take... Take six piercing damage as a spear. It's lunged into you. I'm gonna take his spear back out and then begin to try and pry at you again. But that's all you can do for now. All right. And then the last goblin in the back, he's just gonna stand there with his crossbow, staring at y'all. All right. So we're now at the top of the round. Oh, top of the round. Onyx, you're up. Um, how far away is the goblin on the rock from me? He is 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 45 feet. I'm going to cast Ice Knife at him. Okay. We're at the top of the round. Yes. I didn't get a turn. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. That's my bad, y'all. I think I skipped you on that. Thanks, you're up. Okay, so, um, I would like... Um, I would like to cast Mind Sliver on the Goblin on the Rock. Okay, what's the range of I'm looking. That is 60 feet. Okay, go ahead and describe all the description for that piece. Says, you drive a disorienting spike of psychic energy into the mind of one creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on an intelligent saving throw or take 1d6 psychic damage okay. and subtract 1d4 from the next saving throw it makes before the end of your next. Right. So you so said it was a intelligent saving throw? It is a intelligent saving throw, yes. Not that one. one. <laughs> Go ahead, 
Alright, that is four points of psychic damage. Okay. And... On his next saving throw, I will be subtracting him one. Okay. One second. Uh, edit this here. So... Aaron, I must be able to see the combat sheet. Don't look at that. Okay, so... Uh, now it is on its turn. Continue. <clears throat> I'm casting Ice Knife at the goblin on top of the rock. Okay, roll to hit. Is it roll to hit or is it deck Both. Okay. And that is a dirty 20. Okay. And he got a 12. Go ahead and roll your damage. Okay, so he failed the um, saving throw. Yep. <clears throat> he is taking a grand total of... 21 ice damage. Okay. So, he takes that damage, and... Yeah, now. That was a lot. That was a lot of fucking damage. Okay, so he's still alive, but he is looking rough after that one attack. Good job. Wait, you said 21? Yep, 21. I got max rolls on the 2d6s, as well as I got 5 plus my 6 spell attack. Well, yeah, uh, describe it for me, because he's dead. <laughs> um, as Onyx is cast his, casts Ice Knife, instead of a actual Ice Knife, it is more of a black crystal rock that flies out. Still emitting the, um, I guess the fog from it being so cold. And as it sticks into him, it causes him to stumble back, causing him to trip and fall off the side of the rock. And as he hits, as he hits the ground, the ice knife explodes and freezes his body. It covers his whole body. Now frozen to the ground. Alright, good turn. Now, we have... Ikea? I'm sorry, Um, so Ikea is going to, um, go one square to the right, five feet to the right, and then, uh, five feet diagonally up to the right. Diagonal with that goblin right in front of me. Alright, so you're going... Say that again? I'm going five feet to the right and then five feet diagonally up. Alright, you're now in the middle of no, the... No, like, game. um... No, no, no. So, five feet to the right uh-huh. from where I was, mm-hmm. which was below... Um, which was below Thix. Mm-hmm. So, one square down from there. Okay. And then I'm going one square diagonally up. Right here. Yes. 
uh, and then I'm going to uh, draw my longsword. And this longsword looks used. It looks chipped in a couple of places. It's not the prettiest looking thing. Uh, and he grips it with both hands, and he's going to attack this goblin. All right, roll to hit. That is going to be a 13 to hit. 13. Does not hit. You swing down, but the dexterous goblin pops out of the way. Hmm. And that is going to end my turn. Next up in combat, we got six. What are we doing? Um, six will be swinging out at the goblin. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. And what do you need? I am using a sickle. Okay. Alright, that is a seven. A seven? Yes. That does not hit. You go out to try and hit the goblin, and once again, they just jump out of the way. Anything else you'd like to do? Go ahead and say what you're going to do. Um, that is it for my turn. Okay. Next up in combat, we have Manya. I'm going to take out my rapier mm-hmm. and stab the bitch in front of me. Alright, roll to hit. That does not hit. Are you fucking with me? Go out. And once again, pops out of the way. You see these goblins are getting a bit confident have y'all not hit them except for their leader. You know what? I'm going to step at him again. Can you do that? Can I do that? That is a very good question. You don't have another action, so you cannot. Ah. Well? Anything else you want to do? No? Okay. Well, it is now the goblin's turn. The goblin that just dodged out of the way is now going to run over past you and begin to open the cart. Oh! As he opens the cart, you hear a... (laughs) As the sun inside is grabbed by the goblin. Grapple check. And the goblin does have the prince. And he's begun to walk into the forest as much as he can. You guys hear the the sun. Help! Please help! Alright. Goblin in front of you, Six, is going to run away. He's going to disengage. Five, 30, and then the goblin in front of you, 
both of these dicks and okay he's gonna run about the same distance and these guys are beginning to run away with Wait, the second, second goblin distant guy yes he also disengaged okay so top of the round onyx you're up i'm going to <clears throat> fly over and I'm going to throw the throw. How many can I throw per round of the uh, magic stones? Just one. Just one. I'll throw one of the magic stones at the one holding the prince. Okay. And how far do you fly? I can fly fifty feet. So we'll say right. We'll say you go right here. All right. Go ahead and roll to hit. Okay, that's a uh, 25 to hit. That surely does hit. Roll your damage. <sighs> well, that went very impressive to depressing very quickly. Uh, that is 9 bludgeoning damage. Or, I guess, yeah, technically bludgeoning damage. Throw your rock. The arcane blast behind it. And you said it did nine damage? Yep. Yeah, he's dead. Go ahead and describe that. Second kill. Oh. Yeah. Um, as Onyx is swooping in from above, he clutches onto one of the magic stones in his hands and casts it with a little bit of arcana behind it to give it that little extra oomph. And it flies straight to the back of the head of the goblin just missing the sun and he plops down onto the ground and the other goblins look behind the shoulder and you see them looking at the sun then looking at you and then back at the sun i'm going to well i have 50 feet of flying movement and then 25 of regular movement mm -hmm. i'm gonna walk in front of the sun and kind of like put him behind me and then i'm gonna flare up my wings to seem bigger okay and um, for my bonus act, or for my bonus action, I'm going to cast Magic Stone once more to get more uh, Arcana imbued stones in my hands. Right. Didn't you? Yeah, you're good. Okay, you can cast that as bonus action. Indeed. Okay. All right. Next up, we have. Ikea. I'm sorry, Brian. It's all good. Uh, Ikea is Ikea, going to uh, go ahead after seeing the uh, the prince get uh, stolen. He's going to oh, he's gone. Uh, he's going to run over uh, to the uh, goblins uh, under that tree, uh, and he's going to uh, again with his longsword uh, make another attack against the goblin right in front of him. Hit. It is going to be a 16 to hit. That does hit. Roll your damage. And that is going to be uh, 5 slashing damage. He's looking rough, but he's still up. Anything else you want to do? Uh, look over to Onyx. Let's see. 
Sun okay? Uh, he seems to be fine. He's a little shaken up, but uh, I'm sure he'll get through it. You just see the sun going and going, Very well. And I will end my turn there. Okay. Next up, we have Thix. Alright, seeing as how uh, Ikea, I mean, Ikea had attacked that one goblin, Thix will cast Toll the Dead on you. Thix will cast Toll the Dead on the goblin that is in front of Ikea. Okay, well, is that a charisma saving throw? That is a wisdom saving throw. Is a 19. Surprising. Actually, no, not 19. It's like a. I did an 18. Yes, he had a pass. Yes, he made it. Anything else you want to do? Um, I would, would like to do uh, half damage. Um, let me see. No, he doesn't take half damage. Yeah, anything else you want to do? Uh, yes, I'd like to use my full movement of 35 and move towards the one uh, he cares attacking. Okay. And you're right there next to him. Okay, I will swing out with my sickle again. Alright, roll ahead. That is a four. Once again, something out of the way. Just barely staying alive. Alright, pretty much everything you can do. <clears throat> Manya? Can I cast Hideous Laughter? You sure can. That's a charisma saving throw, correct? Give me two seconds to double. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. And it has to be my spell attack, right? Yes, and he got a 16. Yeah, he beat it. And he begins to... <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? I don't think there's a whole lot else I can do. Okay. Alright, next up, we have the goblins. So the two goblins that are there, he's going to run over, and he's going to try and grab the sun going around you on it. Makes a grapple check. Alright, he's got him. He begins to drag him away. He's not disengaging, so you do have an opportunity of attack. I'm gonna throw a rock at him. Including the um, other two there next to him. Um, so, you guys go ahead, and if you'd like to use your reaction, go ahead. I'm gonna hold on mine. Okay. Was he uh, within my reach? He was not actually, so only Onyx can. I'm gonna throw a rock. Alright, rolled, rolled a hit. Actually, no, it's just a melee attack. Uh, Talon time. Alright, rolled a hit. Oh, uh, I forget. Do I roll my. Do I use my dex or. Use your dex, yes. Natural 20. 
that most certainly hits. Um, talons, 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 1d4 plus strength modifier. Alright, roll your damage there. Well, we're, in, we're in for a rough one here. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> one damage. So it's two damage though, because it doubles. No, because I have a minus one in strength. <laughs> That's a rip. So, you swipe at him, and it hurts him a little, but he still got him. The other goblin is going to run up over to his partner, and you guys begin to see that he's pulling out a little uh, canister in his hand. Uh, the two that didn't take their opportunity attacks, you can now if you'd like to. Yes, I would. Alright, roll to hit. I miss, I got a nat one. Okay. I got a 19. Alright, 19 does hit. Roll your damage. I do 4 damage, max damage. Alright, describe that for me. You have killed him. Uh, seeing as how he just run past Six without any regard for his own safety. Six will take the opening and use his sickle and aim for his neck. And as he has the blade of the sickle cuts into his throat, he just slides it along the jugular and it pulls. Okay. So for his action that he's still gonna get, uh, right before he dies, <laughs> he's going to throw this canister right on the ground. And we'll see if it actually breaks since he's dead when he does so. Okay, so as this canister canister hits the ground, it looks like this little glass sphere with some kind of arcane potion of some kind swirling around inside. And at first it sits there and then begins to spin and spin and spin. And as this happens, smoke begins to come out of it. And you guys then see the one goblin that was still there with the sun. He gives a smile. And now there's smoke everywhere. And you guys are going to have disadvantage on, um, on anything perception-wise, attack rolls, anything of the sort. Alright, so, you guys have no idea where he is now. He might be in the same spot. He might have moved, because he still did have five feet of movement. So you guys don't really know. So, Onyx, you are up. You're currently surrounded in smoke. I'm going to walk to the... I'm going to, like, walk up to, like, around the area of where he was at. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to start flapping my wings to try and clear out some of the smoke. Okay, um, let's do an athletics check. See how strongly you can flap your wings. Oh boy. A 14, I'll roll with it. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, you do see his foot at his, as he's trying to run away with the sun. And you do still hear the sun screaming as well. And you do see, uh, things there behind you. Anything else you want to try? Ice knife. Alright, roll to hit, disadvantage. He'll make his deck save. Holy, okay, I'm just cracked. A dirty 20. Alright, well, he got a 21. That's just that's just for the um, the explosive part. Alright, that's fun. Go ahead and roll your damage. Let's run it. He's taking Wait, half of it, right? No, uh, it's 1d10 piercing if it lands, and whether it hits and or misses, it's a 5 feet explosion for the ice knife hit. 
and that's the 2d6 cold damage. If you succeed on a dexterity saving throw, you don't take it. But if it still hits, then you still take the 1d10. Well, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage as well. I passed by a hair. I got 13 plus 3 in my deck saving, or my, what's it called? Spell attack, is, or spell save DC is 16. Okay. Well, you got a 13, you said? I got a 13 plus my 3 dexterity. 16, yeah, just barely passes. And you're able to dodge all the shards <laughs> as they go by. Anything else you want to do? That is 9 piercing damage on the goblin. He passed, so he didn't take any of the damage. Wait, I rolled a, I rolled a dirty twenty to hit, and then it's dexterity so to avoid the two d six cold damage. He's still taking yeah, the one d ten piercing. Oh, okay, I got you. So what's that one d one d ten piercing? Nine piercing damage. Okay. So, you just hear a, but you don't hear the sun. Also, uh, by the way, the sun needs to make a DC, uh, a, um... Oh no, he did. <laughs> okay, good. Did he pass? You don't know. Oh boy. I swear to God, if you killed our, uh, escort. So, that is the end of combat. Go ahead and close out of that. Still. So that is the end of combat. So, as the smoke begins to clear, and you guys are beginning to see the surroundings around you at nighttime, you notice that the sun is missing. Fucking blackmail? He is no longer there. What do y'all do? I have an idea. I'm gonna cast Wild Cunning. Okay, describe that for me. Uh, Wild Cunning, you call out to the spirits of nature to aid you. When you cast this spell, choose one of the following effects. If there are any tracks on the ground within range, you know where they are, and, and you make a wisdom survival check to follow these tracks with advantage for one hour until you cast the spell again. Okay, um, there's no tracks, but I'd like you to make an investigation check, and since you have this going, do it with advantage. Okay, a 16. Okay. You notice where the sun should be, there seems to be like a small uh, little handle on the ground made of wood and rock. What, what is this? You guys all surround on it and you look down at this little handle on the ground. Mm, seems to be a handle of some kind. I'm gonna reach down and grab it. Reach down and opens up just fine. But what you find is a dark hole leading, le leading deep into the ground. And you guys realize that the sun has been captured. And you might not make your tip. And that is where 
we are going to end episode one of the Dungeon Lads. Everybody clap. Clap. Clap, clap, clap. Clap, 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 clap. Clap. I am clapping. I am pogging. I am excited. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening in to the first episode of the Dungeon Lads. As time goes on, of course, our audio will get better. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, yeah, make sure you check out our social media, the Dungeon Lads on everything except for Facebook. It's just Dungeon Lads. Uh, we'll be making posts about the next episode coming up, as well as the battle map that we use for this episode. If you guys uh, have anything to say to us, just either be in our comments on social media or DM us. Thank you all so much for listening. This has been so much fun. I hope you guys continue this awesome adventure with us on the Dungeon Lads. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Dungeon Lads. Make sure to follow us on all of our social medias, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode. Here we go.